November 17, 2021. It's a walk for Pedro's show. How do you feel about having another horn in the group now, another saxophone? Do you feel that uh, that in any way competes with you or that it enhances what you Well, it, it helps me. It, it helps me uh, stay alive sometimes because I'm trying to physically, man, it's the pace I've been leading has been so hard. I never have seen that. I've just it. been a little, you know, and I've gained so much weight, you know, because sometimes I've been a little hard physically. And, uh, I feel that I like to. I like to have somebody there, if it, in case I just don't can't get that strength. I like to have the strength in that band, you know, from someone. And Farrell is a very strong spirit and will. See, and that's these are the things I like to have up there. Well, strength like is the word. That, you know. It's the word for the band now. I mean, strength and energy. I never... Energy, yeah. I like to have this energy. Do you feel that spurs you on the presence of, especially a man as powerful as that Any, Yeah, all the time. I, there's always got to be somebody uh, with a, a lot of power. You see, because like Elvin, I mean, the old band, Elvin had this power. Mm -hmm. Do you think of that? I always have to have somebody there with it, yeah. Rashid has it, but it, it hasn't quite unfolded completely, you know. But it's, it's, it's uh, all you need to do is play.
Wednesday, people. Yeah, likewise. You can hear that I'm not man alone because of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention. Once again, I got Al Margolis from Chester, New York with me. Welcome aboard again. Mike, great pleasure to be here. I've been looking forward to this. So It's been eight months. Let's tell the people what we uh, start a show off. John Coltrane talking to Frank Kosky, November 66. A little excerpt. And then If Bawana with solo duo Cassio CZ 101. So it's been <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's been. <laughs> I thought they fit. He's <laughs> rapping about uh, uh, you know, having another horn in there, and uh, of course the guy's got to make it like competition. No, 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 man, he's helping me out. <laughs> 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 you couldn't get that guy angry. John Coltrane I just love music. <laughs> Look, uh, it's been eight months. What's happened? Ah, uh, geez, eight months. It seems to fly. Been uh, not a whole lot, you know. In in my area, there's not a whole lot of performance going on yet. So, been just doing the same thing, reading, uh, making music, uh, painting, just kind of hanging out. And you know, now it's getting cold here in New York, so I can't even go outside too much. <laughs> but recording. Recording, yeah, I've been recording, doing some, a uh, lot of stuff with uh, Elka Bong, with Walter, who I yeah, think we sure. had on again recently. Absolutely. And, uh, okay, okay, what are you guys doing, uh, trading files? Uh, yeah, pretty much, yeah, we've been, uh, and then uh, we'll trade some files, and then we'll occasionally invite some other person to be uh, 
the third wheel in the thing. So, um, I was just doing some stuff this morning for him, a uh, couple of tracks and he just got back from, I think, uh, Canada. So he's got a new, a newer one we just did. So he hasn't even posted that one yet. So I can't wait to hear that. So well, it's been done? fun. Yeah. I mean, that's been, you know, it's almost been more, you know, I got to tell you that the, um, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic and not seeing anybody, it wasn't so bad. And, you know, and, and now that there's actually stuff to do, but there's not so many performances. Um, I'm kind of not winding down, but it's actually the, the collaborative, the collaborative El Cabang, et cetera, with people trading files is actually more fun than sort of soloing, sitting at the house. It's kind of, you know, it's getting, you know, you know that's getting a little old. You know, not having any place to play, so that just sort of, you know, it's like, eh, I can rehearse today, but there's no purpose. So, <laughs> so Al, you give me, I mean, you're telling me about productive El Cabong sitches, right? Because of the mm-hmm. sitch. But you didn't send any in this batch of music. It's all if Bawana and Alvar Golas. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's funny, Walter, you know, I usually tend to send everything off to Walter, so he tends to have the, uh, all the master files, so (laughs) I figured you were here, he told me you were, uh, he was going to be on the show, or has been on the show recently, so I figured he'd send some El Cabong, so. (laughs) Okay, okay, I was just curious, but man, I dig this stuff, you did send, like, tell me about solo duo Casio C's, I mean, right, I asked you for 11 more, and so what went into picking your batch? Uh, you know, the the first time we did the show, I kind of yeah. gave you a fairly wide range of uh, stuff over the years and then more composed type of things, uh, sort of bigger pieces. Yeah. Uh, this time around, for, so for instance, the, uh, so the that Casio piece was, uh, I guess, was, I think everything I sent you is pretty much in the last four or five years, so much more condensed okay. time. Uh, and, and so for instance, that one was on uh, Hel- so Hal McGee, who... Uh, him and his partner back in the day in the 80s, I mean, these are some of the first cassette people I were in touch with. They ran Cause and Effect, oh, yeah. uh, which, which was the label and the uh, distribution, and they were part of Viscera. And then uh, for many years, Hal's been recording for many years or recorded for many years under the uh, Dog is Master name. So that, uh, and we did some, you know, we did a bunch of collaborations back and toured a few times as Buana Dog. So that, uh, so basically I, I did it, you know, I did something for his label fairly recently, which he's, he's up on Bandcamp with that stuff. So, yeah. uh, and so the solo duo stuff, the, the solo duo stuff is always weird because basically what it is, is, um, I'll record something, you know, say the Casio piece, and then I'll come back maybe the next day and without listening to what I did the day before, I'll just do a second track on top of it. So that's sort of the solo duo aspect of it is like, eh, I'm not paying attention. I'm trying to forget what I did yesterday or, you know, so it's sort of it's totally non synchronous. It's got nothing to do with what I did the day before. And it's just and hopefully it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now, these these were like little Econo synths that could sample, right? Uh, that one. No, uh, that one is a CZ. Uh, that was a CZ 101, this one, that I that, that did a solo duo with there. So there was the uh, the one that could sample was the old uh, SK, I think it was SK-12, SK-1. Okay, it was that little, yeah, was a little cheesy Casio, but it recorded like, I think, two seconds or four seconds of uh, of sample time. And, you know, you could just kind of put it out. It almost looked like a little bit of a, uh, uh, what do you know, the uh, mel- melodica. You know, it's yeah, sort of that right, sort of right. I, I mixed it up. My, you know, I'm, I'm kind of weak in the keyboard area, being a bass 
Uh, yeah, yeah. No, those were fun. I got, I got a little and, bias and, there. I'm sorry. Yeah. But no, what no, I was going to okay. say you know, was I, my friends that did work those things told me there was a lot of power for not a lot of coin. Yeah, that thing was like maybe 50 or 60 bucks yeah. back then. And I, and when I first got it, I did a, did a, a CD. Actually, it's funny because it came out as a uh, – it was a cassette, then it was like a CDR, then it was a cassette again, um, radio, and then, and then actually someone did it as a, a real CD, uh, Radio Slaves, which is probably from 87. Oh, no, I've been playing that on the show. I love that stuff. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah great, okay. It's kind that of your one was shorter all, pieces. <laughs> yeah, because those were all SK-1. Okay, I mean, okay. Except, for that, except for that one really long piece, um, and I think the four at the end, which were sort of... Um, Sort of bonus tracks. You Most know what, of that Al? Can I give reading those titles? You know, I I know all seventeen prisoner episodes by heart, and I think there was some influence. <laughs> oh, probably. I mean, I, we, you know, okay. I used to watch the prisoners, so it was, uh, it was, that was my favorite show when I was a boy. Man, I really got into. I didn't know they were colored till I got the DVDs because. Well, in the old days, color, my pop was a sailor. And... Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I've seen a couple recently. It's kind of, it's still, you know, the show that still oh, holds up. you can see it for but... free now on like Pluto and stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah, I forget where I was. Yeah. Maybe, uh, yeah, some one of those things, Hulu right, right. point. Or... <laughs> uh, look, I want to play another solo duo, okay? This one's, okay, this right. one's the Roland Macro component. Okay.
It's like, you know, you can't go too far. You know, and then you can kind of remember, okay, this thing does this. And so, you know, you know, and and what I try to do a lot of time is really forget what I did, you know, or play the exact opposite. Yeah, Kay would call that blank slate. Like, some way to improvise, really. (laughs) Uh, Let's tell people what they just heard. If Moana with solo duo Roland Micro Composer. Then Fuse got a new record. She, uh, back in the ring, recorded Flash Forward. I, I think it's on Daniel's uh, Mute. The Bomb is Pregnant, oh. Fist Fight in the Attic, Trobakova Kushnepeshi. Slovenia, with, I'm going to ruin this language, Skrivaci Magli, which means hiding in the fog. Thank you for the <laughs> translation, guys. And uh, Bronze Age UFO, or UFO, I even fuck up our language. It's hard to know, right? Like past tense to read, right? And the color red. And, you know, how the fuck? But anyway, uh, uh, Balmore, Lagoon, the, uh, the third installment of the Lagoon Monster Rubber Mask thing. It's volume three, part B3. I, I think it's cassette. Huh? This is B-side. And then uh, Count Sheep, S L W C C Watt, my collab with Sam Lock Ward in Iowa City. My daddy ate my eyes. C is for Catherine, but he spelled Catherine with a K. <clears throat> it happens. And then finally, Almar Golis and Bobin Vistevsky, the greatest guide three. Enlighten us on that, Al. Who is Mr. Bobin Vistevsky? Bobin's uh, another, I guess, another cassette guy. I forget where I met him. I've probably been in contact with him for years and years. And, uh, just uh, in the beginning of the year, he uh, he wrote and said asked if I wanted to do a collaboration. So he's again, you know, he just sent me because he's in shit. He's in Serbia, Bulgaria. You know, so I'm gonna I don't wanna, I don't want to piss him off and you know tell him the wrong Balkans, places. Balkans, just Balkans. <laughs> yeah, he's in the Balkans over there. So he sent me. Uh, you know, so he, he sent went couple, first. Uh, he went. Uh, he went first, and then. Uh, I think he did two first, and I sent him one first. So I believe it was, uh, you know, basically I ended up sending everything back to him. He did the final mixes of stuff. But, yeah, he started the thing with, like, two or three pieces, and then I sent something back, and I think he combined them. And so, you know, another thing when you you just – sounds good to me, whatever you do. And it's like uh, – I think this one – I think this fourth – I think it just came out, actually. It just physically came out um, – within the last couple of months on a uh, label emerge out of, uh, actually, excuse me, attenuation circuits out of Germany. Okay. And so that, uh, I think it's four tracks. I think he sent me two and started and I sent him two to start. And then again, you know, the usual back and forth and some additions and mixing and, you know, so, so that was both, fun. You both, have the chance, you both have the chance to react to each other and trade places, take a turns. Exactly. Yeah. Very interesting. And, uh, I mean, you said it's the fourth one you've done with him? No, no, I think there were four tracks in that one. So, oh, yeah. okay. Uh, I was trying to remember if it was three tracks or four tracks and that, you know, how we did the. Oh, but but is, yeah, I think it was two, two, two he started, two I started. And, but is this your first project together? Uh, yeah, yeah, first time ever. Okay, so. okay, okay. So you didn't really know what to expect? Uh, no, not at all. I was, uh, you know, like, I knew some of his stuff from somewhere. Like I said, it's, you know, uh, my brain is starting to get you know, fried and I've yeah. had so many people over the years uh, that I've had music from. So, you know, I had no idea what he was going to send me. And so, you know, it was a little, 
You're supposed to forget everything from yesterday anyway, right? Exactly. <laughs> okay. I'm, well, I'm doing that pretty well these days. So, uh, Beautiful. You know, and, uh, Look, you know, his stuff was pretty harsh and it was kind of, you know, it was, it was harshish to start with. And so it was, it was an interesting challenge because it was, you know, I get like, for instance, I, I get so used to say playing with a couple different types of people, you know, people who send, I'm fairly familiar with coming in. So, you know, again, like saying working, say, for instance, with Elkabong or Walter, you know, we, you know, he's going to send me drums or he's going to send me electronics. So when so, when we do a project and he's had, had, she had someone else be the first person when we've added an extra person. So it's always interesting to just take yourself, not only forget yesterday, but, you know, take yourself totally out of your normal comfort zone. Uh, I hate that N word, but I think I understand what you mean. Uh, yeah, comfort zone. We're at the end of the first hour. November 17, 2021, Dishwap Peters for special guest Al Margolis. Hold tight for hour two. Yeah. November 17, 2021, it's the second hour of the Wap for Peters. Yeah.
Pedro Show, start off the second hour, Row Girls, If Bawana, then Head Boggle from his new album, Cincinnati Bogarts theme. I played Bogarts in Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, and there was a Bogarts here in Long Beach, too. Uh, then, this is a great title, the Ponzi Ensemble's the project name, people. In fact, it's a large <laughs> ensemble version, and Madoff with the money is the title. Yeah. So, you <laughs> Before we get into these tunes, because I want you to enlighten us, uh, Ron Anderson was talking. He goes to me uh, when he was on the show, you ever play with Al? I said, not yet. Well, he plays really tiny. And, you know, Ron Anderson, I think, likes to get really loud. And uh, Yeah, he does. <laughs> right? yeah, okay, I was going to ask. So there is the thing where you, you got the file and you got your volume knob there, but then there's the thing where you're like... With the cat in a, a performance or a jam situation, and uh, yeah, the dynamic is way more yeah out of your control, right? Yeah, no, no, you know, it's it's it was actually kind of fun. Is that uh, weird lately? Is I got to remember what I'm doing, you know? Like I get so used to playing solo stuff and quiet things, and I right. and when I'm playing with someone else, I got to go. Yeah, I got to be a little louder, and, and that's always the joke with certain certain ensembles sort of things. It's like, we, we did something, I forget what we played. It was fairly recently, but it was, uh, maybe I did some gigs up in Maine and it was like, they're going, I can hear Al. <laughs> Holy shit, I can hear Al. Like, what the hell's going on here? So, yeah, you know, um, I try, you know, yeah, you have to adapt, obviously. Well, you know. well, speaking of ensembles, what about this large ensemble version of the Ponzi ensemble? <sighs> Yeah, we so basically the Ponzi pieces, the Ponzi pieces, the whole set of pieces, which really are yeah, I played a bunch of them. 
love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of that self-generating. They kind of like, you know, you do backing tracks and then people add to it. And then you cut out the backing tracks and then you send the next set of, of what people recorded. So this is a project that started um, the this with these guys. I started recording this the summer before. So it was a... Uh, must have been August 2019. We did the original recordings in uh, in Maine, up in uh, Sedgwick, Maine. Friends, I got friends up there, and I go up for go visit them like they're in the summer. And then, so two of us did our parts, and then this this illness intervened for you know a year and a half. And right. actually, the guys who was supposed to do the other two parts was supposed to play back in August, and that August, and it it had fallen apart because. Uh, one of them was finishing his master's or his PhD, and the other one just never got around to it. So they finally recorded their portions in April of this year. And when I was up in Maine again this summer, we finally – we were finishing the original tracks, which were supposed to be just you know, four, three or four people. But as we're sitting in the studio and listening to what they finally all did and getting their tracks together – we got the, the the brilliant idea of oh what do we you know we combine most of the tracks together so that's what this is is a uh, wow. most of the tracks together we left out a couple of parts but um, you know this is and then you know this is a little more of a studio reconstruction uh, as opposed to the way it's supposed to be which is supposed to be we listened we played you know it's sort of an improv in the studio but right. this was a construction and this was a uh, this is much fun and it was uh, it was mostly Nate. Uh, I don't know if I said your names and stuff. That was Nate Aldrich, is uh, the guy who did a lot of recording and a lot of the, the mixing. And we, like I said, we sat there together and, you know, he, we kind of assembled together. But got to give a shout out to Nate for just putting that together and making it sound really nice. So absolutely. there you have it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, the Road Girls. Uh, that was, um, okay, so. You know, I think I've told you, I told you the last time we were speaking that uh, I tend to like recycle a lot of my material as much as possible. Right, right, right. <laughs> so that, um, like I those, Lucy reruns, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So those, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> that stuff was uh, the original recordings of the, uh, I used to, those girl, those, those friends of my daughter, uh, up, actually up in Chester, it was uh, Steve Rowe's daughters, Callie and Chloe Rowe. Oh, okay, were, Rowe's he, a family name, now I understand. Yeah, yeah, Rowe's a family Many name. And, sculling uh, down the Charles River. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 these are, <laughs> these, are uh, these are two teenage girls who were uh, friends of mine, you know, like Steve, and Steve's from up around here as a performance artist and does some other stuff and music and uh, a bit of a poet. And uh, his family, it's actually funny, his family's owned like a five-generation uh of apple orchards. So yeah. we go and they got the best fucking apples. Yeah. So we go up there and uh Mike Pride knows them. Mike's played at played at his house when he was doing Probably shows in his Mike concert Pride. series uh over there. But uh yeah, he used his daughters for those tracks and um you know they, they, they that came under the tape on uh that was on Generations Unlimited. Okay. Which was uh you know, that's a whole long story. It was at Jen Ken Montgomery's uh label with Dave Prescott and those are the guys who helped me start Pogus and right, beautiful. At, point, at one point Ken restarted the label as a cassette label. So this was a tape for him. And uh just you know, oh no no actually uh was that on that tape? Jeez, now I don't freaking remember where Road Girls is from. <laughs> Oh man, I don't know. It's on some tape. You gave me some more marijuana. Let's play Nocturne.
Well, for Pedro Show, that chunk of music. Start off with Boana Nocturne, then Scotch Rolex. This is uh, Brother Shige. Went to Uganda and did collab with some musicians there. UTB88. Finally, Almar Golis, Guitar Ludes. Uh, we should let, okay. Right in that block there, we had the Ifbiwana, and then we had the Almar Golis, uh, uh, persona or identity or you know name on the fucking tune or whatever. So so so, so how, how how do you differentiate? If Bawana goes way back, right? Nobody knew the meaning or anything. And yeah, exactly. So if Bawana was like the beginning, and right, right. back in eighty four, eighty five, when I started, that was sort of the thing where people had their you know unless you were like say you know I mean so you had guys like R. Stevie Moore who used his real name and the, and oh. then you had a bunch of people who were. Uh, hiding behind group names, even though it'd be sometimes it's one person, sometimes it's a group. But uh, so and actually, so I, you know, so Nifwana has been going for 35 years, but at some point it kind of, and someone had even suggested this to me a number of years ago, was like, it's time to put the name to bed. So I've been trying. <laughs> and, and so there was, a, and then, then it became a spot where I didn't actually play live for like years. So that when I started playing again, like, like in the, Pretty much most of the 90s, I didn't do much live performance. I was working at, uh, it was mostly job related and there wasn't so much happening. And I had gotten really unhappy with a lot of the performances I was doing. So I kind of took a break. And when I kind of came back to play again, uh, it was sort of a different scene. It was sort of where um, I guess the, you know, I started feeling like I was doing more quote unquote classical, you know, for or contemporary classical for or, you know experimental stuff and it was just became you know basically what ended up basically happening like i came back and started playing with a bunch of people who didn't know what the hell if water was they just knew my name so i found myself in this really weird position of you know uh there's people who know if the people who know al margolos there's a lot of people who don't know either and a lot of this, this crossing thing so which should have technically been my composition should have been al margolos and my if wanna stuff should have been my uh say more improvisational they kind of got crisscrossed so i've been trying to put i've been trying to put if wanna to bed but okay. some of the stuff i sent you because it's been released under the if wanna name i figured yeah. well i'll call them if wanna and but all the new stuff i just kind of put under my own name yeah i gotta tell you when you know start going to gigs up in hollywood and nobody had their real name you know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then they change your face. Dar- you know, Bobby Pin becomes Darby Crash. I mean, you know, but in a way, it, yeah. Every every night is Halloween. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. <laughs> and then the funniest thing, me and D Boone, they were all convinced we had those were fake names, of course, because we, <laughs> we were born with that. I'll tell you, the drummer of X, right, Don Bonebreak, he was born with that name. So sometimes you get lucky, really? I guess. I wouldn't shoot you out. <laughs> We're at the end of the second hour, November 17, 2021. Just watch Peter show special guest Al Margolis. Hold tight for hour three. Yeah. November 17, 2021. It's the third hour of the watch for Peter.
Pot for Peter show start off third hour. Elusive misanthropic manual. Graphic score by Brett Gutzeit. Now, Margolis. Brett Gutzeit, I did a collaboration with him. Did you really? Oh, cool. Yeah, he sent me that little drum machine and synthesizer. I just played bass. I, you know, it was like um, pretending I was James Jamerson, right? Getting another tune at <laughs> Hitsville. And no, I say that because. Well, I like that way. That's a big influence on my bass. But when I sent it back to him, he goes, man, I was worried because I sent you music I thought was real bummed out and you made it all happy. <laughs> that that's had, that cool. me somewhere else, too. <laughs> when I did the collaboration, the Spielgusher thing with Richard Meltzer, he gave me those 48 poems. And like no one would make music with me for him and stuff until I these two, met these two people in Tokyo. Couldn't understand English so well, so they didn't mind all the cussing and shit. And he said the same thing when he heard the music back. I thought it was all sad, and then the music sounded all happy. Yeah, nice. So, well, like you reacting when these cats give you stuff to get the improv going or the collab going. Do you ever get stuff like that? Man, I gave you this one kind of emotion, and you came back with another one. Uh, can't say that I have, but uh, I don't think anyone ever has given me, you know, Nothing we ever do has any emotion. I mean, you know, like happy, sad, and it's just like it, we get, you know. Well, I, we I didn't go. know. He didn't. Uh, Brent uh, Goodside. He didn't uh, cue uh, cue me with that. He said it after the fact. He said, "Here mm -hmm. it is, Watt." And then when he, he heard my bass, he goes, "Man, I thought I was going to bum you out with this sadness, and I just didn't feel I didn't hear it because I didn't play Saturday." Uh, no, no one ever like no, no. But I'm saying not you know even in terms of people sending stuff, it's never well. You know, what I mean, about what you know, about your thing with Brent? How did it go then? Like I sent you a uh, score. Yeah, yeah. So basically, the gist of that one was that um, uh, he approached me. It was great. Or like, you know, I didn't. I mean, I you know, I, I sort of. I knew who he was, but I didn't know him. He got in touch, and then uh, he just proposed us doing. We each did a graphic score, and then uh, the proposal was that we find other people to. We would each play. I, we play our own and the other person's, and then we'd each pick up a couple other people to uh, play both scores. Okay. So, so Just, that was so good. So Walter Wright did. Juxtapose. I love it. I love it. Yeah, exactly. So, so he's done. Each person did a solo. You know, uh, you know, did both did each piece. So it was uh, it was Walter was one of the guys who did it. Walter Wright, uh, yeah, D. Right. Christ, a uh, couple of the you know uh, Fred Lomberg, Home and Zoots Houston. Uh, so it was, it was an interesting. And then Brent and I did each did one. Uh, each did our own uh, and each other. So it was uh, you know, and and it was the limit was like five minutes per track for your graphic score. So it was like do a score, do a, you know, do a graphic score and do a, you know, three words sure, or, sure. you know, four words. And his, and his, his became the title of the, uh, the release. And that was actually on, what's his name? Uh, you had him also Emmett Kelly, I think. Uh, yeah. He lives here in Cali now, Chicago cat, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. he's been doing some wild stuff. Plus he's a, a like rock and roll guitar man and can play traditional flat pick. And music yeah. Music yeah. No, I, they, a matter of fact, the, Brent sent, uh, I think it was, uh, I think it was Brent sent me something from, you know, from his label, Jimmy's uh, collaboration, you know, or, or just a compilation. It had, I mean, I had never heard Emmett's stuff. And like the thing on that was like fucking awesome. Yeah, man. yeah, like, yeah. I've been playing a lot. Man. I what? love that compilation. That is a bitch in peace. Uh, collection, rather. Uh, mm -hmm. I should tell the people, they also heard uh, James Twig Harper, Rubber Rose Cement with Connection 26 Gap Fright Junction Protein Incus Template. And then finally, I'm very intrigued by this. Al Margar Margolis with bass guitar duo for Zach Rowden. <laughs> so, in lightness. 
Do you know Zach? No. So <laughs> that's why I need the enlightenment now. Oh, I should put you out. I should put you in touch with him because he's another. Uh... Yeah, you know, that was the first bass piece. I've had the hardest time, you know, again, I mean, and when I played in bands, I played bass mostly. So, yeah, yeah. you know, as a bass player, but I've had the hardest damn time figuring out a way to play experimental, you know, what I do with a bass. Yeah. You know, and, and I tend not to use effects very much. So, you know, it, it was, and this, that was actually the first bass, those are the first bass tracks I'd done in like years. Wow. And that's why I sent it, that's part of why I sent it to you. Also, I did this bass thing. I got to send this to Watt, man. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to get working is this Ebo. I'm trying to get like a bow sound, you know, and these things are built mm -hmm. for fucking good. It's hard to get the string going. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, I've, I've used the Ebo on the, you know, uh, on the bass over the years. It's, it, it's, yeah, it is hard to get the string. It actually makes much better squealing sounds. Like you, <laughs> shove, you just shove it over to pick up and you just go, you know, I'm, like I'm really. Gonna keep, I'm not going to give up, but man, it ain't like right out of the box. <laughs> no, no, like it's, you know, playing them on a guitar or another string instrument is easier, but yeah, you got to kind of work at it a bit and, uh, well, you can just get a real bow and use that too. No, no, no. But, I want to, I want to get to, cause I'm. You know, I'm, I'm, you guys have excited me about this electronic stuff, so I'm trying without being a total traitor to the bass. No, you know, you, you, can, you can do it. it, it, it it's just, it's a little tougher. Yeah, you got to think, uh, you know, like I said, a lot of times it's uh, it tends towards the squealy side. So you got to okay. back it off a bit. Sure. But, um, you know, yeah, I mean, those are fat strings, man. It's like that's yeah, a yeah. that Ebo thing is a thin kind of thing to get down there. So it's... Right. Uh, but yeah, that one actually. So that track, so which is uh, so Zach is a great bass player, both uh, stand up and uh, electric bass. And you know, we ended up playing. Me and Tom Hamilton ended up playing. Met him when he played a gig in Maryland down at uh, uh, oh, actually from Tacoma, Tacoma Park, Maryland, like a few years back. Yeah. Met Zach. He was actually fucking awesome, you know. And so, and I played now in a couple of the bills with him over the years, and just a great bass player, great guy. I'll put you in touch with him, so maybe we can get him on your show. I would love and, to uh, have him aboard. Oh, love to have but, uh, him aboard. Yeah, that was so much fun to do that with the bass because I was sitting there and it was, uh, you know, I, I, was a, I was I was using actually a distortion pedal, which again I, I never use effects, but it was this distortion pedal. It was actually an old speaker from uh, some speakers I'd taken apart, so it was just sort of objects and junk, but. It was like I said, it was the first time I've managed to figure out how to like do what I do these days on the bass. And so I was so pleased. <laughs> wow. See, he who dares, Al. He who dares. I yeah. want to play the Ponzi piece. What are you going to explain?
Robert Peter, last music for this edition. If I wanna, with Almar Variation 1, Ponzi Piece 1. Then live in Nagoya, July 12, 2013, live excerpt. Scotty Irvin, Taro Tatsumaki, and Makoto Kawabata. Finally, four for Wawa Trio, Almar Golas. Okay, explain this, because the Ponzi Piece, a Ponzi Ensemble, uh, yeah, Watt's confused. Well, the Ponzi, you know, the Ponzi ensemble piece is sort of the uh, the outlier. That's not the way it usually works. The the Ponzi piece there really was what originally happened was I recorded three tracks for one of my CDs. Uh, it was actually myself and uh, a trombone player and a vocalist, and I was playing, I think, keyboards. And the idea of the Ponzi piece was, you know, there was enough space in the original recording of the three tracks that I said, oh, it'd be really nice to actually get people to play to this as a backing tape. But the idea of that was to then you pl- the per- the people who were playing a trio would play in the spaces as opposed to using. So using the original piece as a backing track, they were supposed to play when the spaces happened in the pieces. So when the trombone is playing, the violin player couldn't play they, you know, and, and it's, and it's sort of improvisational. So there's a lot of listening. And, and because, working, working the holes. We got to do that a lot on bass, right? You got to almost read. the. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You work in a hole. And so and so really the whole idea is, is it really was this, you know, the, the reason it's called the Ponzi scheme and the Ponzi pieces is because it's really this sort of self-generating, you know, for every for every version of the piece, I can get three pieces out of it right. because you get you get the original piece. You get the piece that the other people play along with the backing track. Right. And then you kick out the backing track and use this third version and then you start another set. So it was a really cheesy. That, that trippy thing but, about. 
I, I was involved in a, a project like that with uh, the first Banyan thing, Perkins, Nels Klein, Money Martin mm -hmm. Sheeta. Oh, cool. Get this, uh, the, these guys, what were they called? Chemical Brothers, a chemical twin, something producing thing up in Silver Lake. They put us in this pad that they've turned in a recording studio. We're all in different rooms, so we can't see each other, just headphones. And they play a Stravinsky Ride of Spring. Now, you guys <laughs> jam to this, okay? First, it's like this little pagan flute, and then it's all these 10 million sewing machines changing <laughs> time. <laughs> so, but then they remove that. So you can't tell that we were jamming to that. So it's yeah, exactly it's no, so it's great. That's yeah, great. it's so trippy. Uh, it, it, I've only done it once, but it seems uh, the whole Ponzi thing's about this, right? It's really interesting. It's well, like, I should, uh, I should, I'll invite you to the next set of them. I'll get you on that one. Oh, it's like, shit. Uh, yeah, man, I would be more more than honored. Yeah, put me in, coach. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you got it. Truly. You got it. I do the when I because actually it might be it, it might be generated from this last set we did. So the ones so for instance the the pieces that come from the Ponzi ensemble larger piece there right. are the smaller the shorter version or the uh, the single version. So yeah, I'm gonna put together another. The readers. You know what's always been a problem when I've tried to do it with people. Yeah. And again, you're sending tracks to people. Yeah. You know, you kind of like, you know, people on different schedules, and you know, Absolutely. it's like. Some people say, yeah, I want to do it. And then, you know, six months later, you sent them the track. And it's like, uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's sometimes it's a little harder to get generating going, but I'll send you a track, man. I'll do I'll get it together. Okay. And we'll get you on that one. I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, foist on you, but man, it would be a, no, no, no. I'd be very happy. I'd be very pleased. Just don't make it too fucking happy, dude. Okay, no, uh, no. Right. <laughs> Learn how to use this fucking Ebo. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that, you know, I've only recorded with stand up bass once. It was so hard for me, but I said, man, if I make a record, I'll have to learn something. And then I <laughs> got rid of it because it was killing my fucking ads. But, uh, uh, okay, for, uh, four for Wawa Trio. That was, uh, okay, so that's um, that's another one of my little scammy things. So basically, uh, the, one of the most recent uh, Elka Bong things that I did with Walter uh, I gen I started the project and it was with uh, violin and viola tracks. It was it was two pieces. It was two violin pieces and two viola pieces. Yeah. And I sent them to Walter and then he added Waltery things. He made El Cabang. But I uh, I kind of liked the way the three three of those four tracks went together. Yeah. So I just kind of like stole them also. Okay. So <laughs> so each of those pieces are part of an El Cabang thing, but they were also you know because they were for Walter. Uh, and I used three out of the four tracks there, you know. So, like I said, Mike, uh, you know, recycling is yeah, yeah, uh, it's healthy. <laughs> it's healthy. Look, look, Al, I think we got to have Al Cabong on as guest, both you and Walter. You know, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, we could do these conferencings with Skype, and uh, and yeah, we yeah. could just play Al Cabong songs and talk about him. because so, uh, it seems like this is your current thing right now. Besides, you know, Man Alone. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's a, it's a pretty, uh, we, a matter of fact, just did it back in, uh, September. We did, uh, the first gig we did in a long, I mean, it, cause all of been going on, but we sure. did like four shows and two nights at, uh, during, uh, in Newburgh, New York, there was the, uh, they had their, uh, open, open studio spaces. And we played this, we did two shows a night for, had hung some of my art, we did two shows a night for a couple of days. It was so much fun. We had, we had a couple of dancers with us. So yeah, that's, you know, that's, Al, I'm doing Al, a, do you got your, uh. Do you got your artwork up on the net somewhere at a website or something? 
Uh, actually, most of the more recent, if you go to the uh, If Wanna Bandcamp page, most of the recent cover uh, covers of my the album art, covers. Have, like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, I just use a cover from you know my art because that's like that's all from people, you. Okay, I was wondering because yeah, you know, I've been to that site. It's beautiful. It's got buttons oh, of fucking good stuff, man. And so you 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 do your own artwork. Okay, okay. Yeah, the last few years I've been doing a lot of painting and art and stuff. So uh, as I kind of joke sometimes with people, I think I do music now so I can have a reason to put you know the art up online. <laughs> 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 well, me and D Blue, we, we were first men and men and was, you know, these arena rock guys learning about you know club thing, and uh, it tripped us out how big the gig was. We thought, well, let's divide the world into two categories: flyers and gigs, and everything that ain't a gig. Is a flyer to get people to that gig. So maybe it's mm -hmm. that way with the painting, you know? You got to do all this music to get people to see your covers. One way or the other. It's like, it just, you know, it's just. <laughs> no, I think it's happening. It's I, I thought it was right. You know, it's people. funny. Doing, doing the painting, uh, it's been, it was, it's been sort of the same cycle as the music. So yeah. that at first it was like, this is totally wild. I have no idea what I'm doing here. This is great. It's like the old days. And like when I first started doing experimental stuff, I was like, you know, there's no expectations. I got no clue. It's all freedom and et cetera. Right. And then, you know, after a while you start thinking, you know, after a while you get all like sort of that, you know, the, the excitement out and then you start thinking and then thinking is when trouble starts. But then, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> oh, I should be doing this. So what about right, this? Right, uh, right. And then uh, <laughs> true sailing is lost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, then it's Mr. sometimes kicking your head Larson. a bunch of times going, okay, let's get back to this. And I even find myself, yeah. you know, in almost same artistic Al Margolis, if Buana split, there's the improvisational art, and then there's the pieces you thought about, a little more, say, processy type thing. Right, the right. Things. It's like, yeah, even art does the same fucking thing. So, ah, you know. <laughs> I, I even got to the point where I was doing these quiet paintings. So, like, there's almost nothing on the, on the canvas or the page. It's like, and then you start going, well, and it's sort of like the music. It's like, if I'm not making any sound and making any painting, why am I doing this? But it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I can't wait to have. So talk to Walter about that. Let's have an El Cabong uh, reveal session. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> okay, so we can let Love everybody it, know all the sore <laughs> details and all that. And it, just beautiful <laughs> to have you aboard every time and any time, Al. Truth. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Absolutely. A great pleasure, man. Thank you again. It's been so much fun both times. And I will get you some. I'll get and you There's Zach. more in the future. And then the more, more music you can give me to play and then Music to actually collab on too. That's bitching awesome. Thank you so much. It sounds good. We'll we'll do it. Okay. People, it's been November 17, 2021. Dishwap Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry.